I tell you, Michelle, I'm really enjoying doing our podcast through Anchor. Yeah, it seems to be working really well. Yep. I mean, it, it's free. That's it, always good. Yeah. It's simple. Um, they give you creation tools that, that allows you to record and edit your podcast right on your phone or the computer. They distribute the podcast on Spotify and Apple and many other podchasers. You can make money with the podcast with minimum listenership. Awesome. Yep. Everything you need at one place. Cool. Yeah. And all you need to do is download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm. Easy enough. Yeah, we've done it. Mm-hmm. Other so pod- you. Yeah. Everybody, this is Dino and Michelle trying something new. Oh, okay. <laughs> and I always this... sound the same. I'm like, it's got to get boring. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, just don't know how else to say my name. Right. Yeah. Oh well. Oh well. Uh, but this is her podcast, and Happy New Year. Uh, 2020, y'all. 2020. Good golly. We're in the Roaring Twenties again. Yeah. They've built more in North Carolina is actually having a Roaring Roaring Twenties party. Are they? Yep. Oh, wow. But um, we, we've got a few changes. Um, I want to thank uh, Farsighted Network for hosting us for yes, thank you. over a year. But uh, we've... for some reasons we, we uh, decided to uh, try self-hosting for a bit. A little change. Yeah. You know. Um, we'd like to come out with um, episodes a little more frequently. Uh, maybe keep things a little more relevant as far as if there are TV shows that we want to mm-hmm. co- you know, comment on. Stuff like that. Um, and there does come a time where, you know, as, as grateful as we are to to Justin for yeah. doing what he did, you know, you got to grow up, take yeah. the reins a little bit. Yeah. And, you know, who knows? We we could be cutting off our nose to spite our face with, you know, listenership or whatever. That is a thing, but, it you is know, a risk. it's a risk you have to take, you know, not like we're getting, you know. We're losing money on this, you know. It, and, you know, those, those who have stuck with us this far. I think they'll stick with us still. Yeah. I mean, we've got a bunch of great friends who have been, you know, spreading our word and helping us out. Pine of Comics, iHeartGeek, um, Stephen Izzy with everything I've learned from movies, Terran Podnito, um... The Wizard Podcast, um, Father and Son Watch Horror Movies, um, 
Shane Beauregard with Media Marsh, uh, The Last Knock, Johnny Numb, and Billy Crash. I mean, we've, we've got a, a good group of people that are just awesome helping us out. Um, a lot of loyal listeners. A lot of loyal listeners. I think they'll follow us, too. Yeah. And right now we're on uh, Anchor, uh, Spotify. I've taken our URL, and I've put us on Podbean. So we are on Podbean. It would just take a little bit of time before Apple Podcast picks, uh, gets put on there. I think when I did the research, I think they said like seven days. Yeah. Seven days to a week before. Yeah. I think they were backed up a little bit with the holiday. Yeah. Um, But, you know, so. And then with that, it'll go to Stitcher and everywhere else. You know, Google Play and everything. So, but onward and upward. (laughs) Um, New adventure for us. Yeah, always. I mean, right now we're in a new adventure. We're in a new atmosphere right this moment. Yeah. I don't know if they'll listen and don't care, really. I still want to do it. I want to thank my mom and dad. Yeah. They're, they're helping us out tremendously. They they went on vacation, and they have opened up their house to us right. while they're on vacation so we can get some much-needed work done on our home. Uh, without ha- you know, where we can do the work during the day that needs to get done, and then we can go home. We, you know, we can leave the premises and not deal with the mess of the work. Right. <laughs> not have to live in our. Right. Yeah. Right. So it's definitely. Uh, it's a good thing. Yeah. It's a good thing. Because <laughs> yeah, they're they're out of town, mm-hmm. and so they've opened up their home to us and the kids. They, well, when they come home, we're, we're going to tell them to go to our house, right? Yeah. Or they are they are in the RV. So just when they come, them. just be like, come here, flag them in, point them to the backyard. <laughs> They've got, you know, enough land. Go ahead. <laughs> See you later. You know. <laughs> well, because their house, all right, their bedroom, it's a bedroom with a huge bath huge closet and it has a lounge area off of it this part of the house is probably about half of ours yeah and that's just this bedroom area they've got a dining room an eating kitchen a living room two bedrooms and a computer their master bath is bigger than our master bedroom Uh, so to say we're kind of relaxing and enjoying it yeah yeah and yeah. there's no freight train. <laughs> there's no freight train. And the kids are on the other side of the house. And we do not hear them. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when mom first suggested that we that we do this. Because mm-hmm. um, we we, what we were going to do originally was they were going to go. And when they came back, they were going to let us take the camper right. over to our house. And then that way we could go in the camper at night. After we've done the work. Um, but then she suggested this, and she's like, oh, but, you know, we, ju- we just got that new AC heating unit, and it's really loud. <laughs> oh, Mom, we've got a freight train. <laughs> yeah, not loud on a freight train in our front yard. Good golly. The <laughs> only thing we don't have are hobos jumping off of it. <laughs> <laughs> I 
sometimes I do like to sit out there and watch it go by and look at all the different um, tags on it. Yeah. Because it don't like graffiti. Oh, yeah. And some of them are gorgeous. Yeah. It's like my traveling art show right in front of my house. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I just sit on the front part porch and watch the graffiti. The mobile gallery, yeah. But, yeah, so if we sound a little bit more relaxed, that would be why. Yeah. We go, um, you know, Dino still has to go to work and everything, so the kids and I go over and we've got a list all written out of what needs to get done on what day to to keep the projects moving. And I mean, and that's another added benefit is we are about 15, 20 miles closer closer to my work. Yeah. So that's almost cutting half of my drive time off. Yeah. And gas. Yeah, so that that's a good thing. But, you know, the kids and I do go back up there, mm-hmm. and we, um, you know, we do our project for the day. And what's nice is we've limited limited ourselves. So we only, I think we max out at three hours. Right. I go in, we walk in the house, I set an alarm or a timer for three hours, and if we're still working on the project that was slotted for that day at the three hours, mm-hmm. Once three hours hits, we're done. Right. Even if we're not done, mm-hmm. we're done. Right. Um, if, if we finish before the three hours, well then, hey, great for us. Yeah. And we get to come back here. Bonus, right. Right, but if we get, once that three hours hits, we're done. Right. And, I mean, that's nice because you don't walk in and feel, like, overwhelmed. Uh, essentially, what we're doing is we're trying to minimize things in our house. Yeah. So we're going room by room. Mm-hmm. Basically acting as if we're moving out of the out of the house and taking everything out and just putting back exactly what we need scrubbing floors top to bottom you know so we're just because with five people in our house it's just it it feels and then ultimately changing you know rearranging the house too because I think we've mentioned this right now we are five people in what is essentially a Three, uh, a two-bedroom, one-and-a-half-bath home. Yeah. And <laughs> we're... So we're, try- we're trying to arrange it to be better for us. But, uh, so it's like I said, it's nice being able to do the projects and then... Because if we were trying to do it while we were in the house... Yeah, and we're it, you're it just... tripping over each other. You're, you're yeah. getting overwhelmed. You're, you don't have a break from it. From because it. when you're done working... You're sitting in it. You're sitting in it, right. Right, so here we get to do the work, get to come back Re- to mom and dad's. Right, recharge. Recharge, and yeah. then go back the next day. Yeah. So that's, that's so, been good. Yeah. I mean, the downside now is because we, you know, we cut the cord on our TV, what, six months ago maybe? Yeah. And, you know, we, we do our streaming, you know, our Hulu, our Prime, our... Disney Plus or Netflix, you know, everything like that. And we've got unlimited Wi-Fi. Well, Michelle's parents they live have basic in, dish. Right, well, <laughs> uh, they live pretty much out in the middle of nowhere, so right. I think it's all, I think at the beginning of this year, so sometime within the next month or so, they're finally going to be a, be getting a good, strong right. um, Wi-Fi. Wi-Fi company. Right. And the, uh, they've already contacted, the company had left flyers, I guess, out, and mom and dad have already called them, and they've already got set up to 
get the service when it comes down here, but it's just not here yet. So they're dealing with kind of the basic, right? Very limited. Yeah. So essentially, when we're done recording this, and I'm done editing and everything, then I'm going to have to find a hot spot and then upload this. <laughs> Which they don't need to know, but I've got some suggestions for you when we're done. Okay, but. We talk so, shop later. So that is that. And, and we, we did this pretty... We did this a couple of days ago. It is the 6th now that we're recording this. Mm -hmm. We did this. This is our third day mm -hmm. here. So really, we didn't have much time to watch anything. Um, like I said, we're on Anchor now. So what I did was I had a bunch of old episodes that were like the YouTube exclusives that I wanted to get out quickly. I had my, my interview with Damien Maffei from Strangers Pray at Night. I had my interview with uh, Harrison Smith, director of Death House and um, Camp Dread. I had those interviews. I put those on YouTube initially. I took those, turned them into audio files, and dropped those on the new Hotfeed for Anchor. Our holiday special, I know that we had the one on YouTube with the kids. Yeah. You and I had recorded one before that. Yeah. That, you were kinda that was, got it. a little heavy. Yeah. It got a little heavy on it. But I loved the conversation, but it wasn't Christmassy. <laughs> it wasn't, you know, blah, 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 blah. So I took right. that. But you got to be honest, that's how our Christmas was this year. That was. And so we, we had a very, this was a difficult season yeah. for us. So we took that, put that on as our episode 22 of Huh. That was really the kind of the pilot episode for the new format on Anchor. And our YouTube uh, conversation that we had with Chris Date. God, dinosaurs. From, yeah, from. The Velocipaster. Yep. Yeah, he's from the The Apologetics podcast, the Rethinking Hell podcast. Great guy, a fountain of information. He has probably forgotten more about the Bible than I've learned. Um, and just a great guy, smart guy, not just Bible, he, he's a software engineer, he, he's a smart guy, but we sat down with him and talked about the movie, The Velocipaster, which led us into this conversation, well, the conversation was about dinosaurs in the Bible. Because I figured, what better way to mash those two up than watching Velocipaster? And then we talked about odd food combinations. So that is now an episode on Anchor. That was fun. Yeah, that was a great talk. That was, I think, about a two-hour episode. Yeah, it was long. It was long, it was long. But there is a wealth of really fun information in there. And things that you... Never really 
I mean, I've been reading the Bible for 20 years. Never really thought of anything like that. But, And even if you're not a Christian, it's, it's it really an fun. interesting discussion. So, we really haven't had much of an opportunity to watch anything. Well, I mean, we did um, take the kids out to the $3 theater. Right. Um, before that, the first thing I watched, New Year's Day... Um, and then I watched it and had you watch it. I didn't watch it until two days ago. Right. Three days ago. Right before we came here. Right. Was the Clove Hitch Killer. And I, I loved it. And then I figured it's New Year's. Everything's about balance. So since I watched that movie and loved it, we went to go see Playing With Fire at the family theater. <laughs> You know, the movie with John Cena as a fireman watching three kids. So basically, it's the pacifier in a firehouse. House, yeah. Yeah. Didn't like the first part of it. No, the first half, I, I, if we were home watching it, even if we rented it, I, if the kids weren't with us, I probably would end up turning it off. I yeah. really... It, it yeah, was doing nothing for me. The kids, not ours, but the ones in the movie, were just ridiculously obnoxious. Mm-hmm. Like, made no sense why they would do anything that they did. Yeah. I mean, and I don't think even in the end it made sense. About why they were what, the way why, they were? Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah, more of the story came into picture, but it still didn't explain yeah. why they behaved the way that they behaved. It, it didn't... Still didn't mesh it together. I mean, I made it through that first part because I kept looking over to my right and watching my kids laugh and, and smile. And I'm like, okay, well, that makes it worth it. If they're laughing and smiling, right. I can sit here and watch it. It's not a... Yeah. I mean, there was you a know. few, you know, funny things going on. I probably giggled, I don't know, maybe a dozen times. You know, like I said, John Cena is in it. John Leguizamo. Uh... Keegan-Michael Key? Yeah. 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 From Key and Peele. Yeah. And what was the... What was he the, was uh, funny. Yeah. The uh, girl's name. But she's like... She's in everything. Oh! Tom-Tom. Uh, Tom. uh, yeah. Uh... I can't remember her name. Yeah. Tom-Tom from... 13 Going on 30. 13 Going on 30. She was on Jurassic World. Yeah. Oh, Judy Greer. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Brianna Hildebrand was in it. She was the one that played Negatomic uh, Teenage Warhead in the first Deadpool movie. She was also in Tragedy Girls. Um, Tyler Maine is in it. Uh, for you horror fans out there, he was uh, Rob Zombie's Michael Myers. He was Sabretooth in the X-Men movie. Yeah. Oh, which does remind me, there, there did wind up being many Easter eggs. Oh, yeah. In it. Mm-hmm. You know, so it did kind of, at some point it did kind of become fun to listen for those. Yeah. Once you caught on that they were actually making fun, cause, and there were Easter <clears throat> eggs that were making fun of the actors. Right. Like, in the movie. Yeah. Like, there was one scene where, uh, where, where, 
Tyler Mane's character acts. He doesn't speak in the whole movie. And he's just, he's huge and carries an axe. And his name is Axe. There's a running joke on there. <laughs> but he was, like, didn't want to go near the kids. And he was intimidated or it was something like that. And John Leguizamo's character goes to him and goes, Come on, man. I once saw you fight a Wolverine. So, there's your X-Men. He was Sabretooth. He fought Wolverine. You know, so. Yeah. It, that, that was amusing. Yeah, once you caught on that yeah. they were making fun of themselves with that. Yeah. Dennis it, Haysburg it, was in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, from Major League and, and the All-State commercials. Yes. And that was another in-joke. Yeah, they said something they about, said something oh, about, we're in good hands. Yeah, you're in good hands. You know, so... so we, yeah. Yeah. And, and it almost kind of gave it, at that point, was like, okay, it almost made it feel like they weren't making this movie to even seem like a serious type right. movie. Yeah. It was, it was a Nickelodeon making, film, yeah, too. It so. was making fun of itself. Right. And then it was like, okay, I can ease up a little bit and try and... Right. But then again, maybe it's us because we tend to pick things apart. Right. So Other people may not have felt the way that we did at right. the beginning. Yeah. So, I mean... Rent I, it. I think I gave it a... Either a two or a two and a half <coughs> out of five on Letterboxd. You know, like I said, I giggled a couple of times. My three kids were happy. It was a $15 movie for the five of us. Yeah. Thank you, Spotlight Cinema. <laughs> you know, so it was what it was. But Clovich Killer, I really, I really liked it. Um, this is one, you know, we live 45 minutes from a decent movie theater. So I don't even think this played near us when it came out. I, I, I didn't know anything about it. Yeah, it was in limited release. You know, I knew a lot of people did do, you know, did, did see it. Um, I think on The Florida Sighted, I think Justin did a review of it. Um, but I had wanted to see it because I like, uh, was that Joe McDermott? Mm-hmm. He's in there. He played kind of against type in that. And for those who don't know, and this will be a spoiler episode, I think. Not that there's really anything to spoil, because it's pretty straightforward. There's not a mystery here at all. Mm-mm. I mean, you know from the beginning. You go in, you know, there's a kid who comes from a pretty straight laced. Christian fundamentalist family. His dad is the scout leader. I don't know if it's actually scouts. It might be like the Awana. Like Awana or Royal Rangers or some Christian, you know, type of scouting troop. And this kid wants to make it to like kind of the Eagle Scout equivalent of it. Yeah, so he needs to go to, like, this leadership... Leadership camp Mm -hmm. and all this. And the kid is pretty much a good kid. But he takes his dad's truck one night 
to go hook up with a girl and as they're about to make some time she goes to put the seat back and she finds a picture of someone tied up and, uh, and like a bound, bond, like a bondage like a bondage type of thing he's like no it's not me it wasn't well, mine it's my dad's truck yeah well his mistake he told her it was his, his truck to be right at first you know oh yeah this is my truck you know and then oh it's not my truck it's my dad's so, all of a sudden, word gets around through a text message that this guy is a, a creeper. You know, he's a freak, and then he's got this friend at church who is all condemning on him and doesn't want to hear what he has to say. There's also this girl who hangs out, out across the street from the church and reads newspapers and all this, that everyone has deemed the the slut of the town. Yeah. Oh, she went out with four guys at once and did them, and nobody knows this girl. But they all have stories about her. Right. Because they don't know. Oh, you know, she doesn't even have her parents and blah, 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 whatever. And just this whole... Thing, which is why I, I the movie kind of fit in our wheelhouse <laughs> with that yeah know. but it seems that you know this town 10 years ago was terrorized by what the press deemed the clove hitch killer bodies were found bound up clove hitch not and Hence your Eagle Scout. Right. Type. Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, even Killian with the Young Marines. Yeah, that was, his had, first, that was the first knot he learned how to do. Was yeah, it was a clove hitch. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> but, Wait a minute, I learned clove hitch. <gasps> so, based on the picture, and the <coughs> quickly puts two and two together, and... Start suspecting that his dad was a Klovich killer. And a lot of it just comes through in his actions. Yeah. Like, you know, because a good chunk of the movie is really just him trying to figure out could it be? Right. I think it is. Could it really be? But that thought is never verbalized. Right. You see it through the looks on his face. Right. And, then and, he, the, and the things that he does is what shows you he's questioning. Right. And then he uh, starts hanging out with the, the girl. And he knows that she's interested and is researching the Clove Hitch Killer. So he kind of tags along with her because the lady that she knows... Was she a cop during the Clove Hitch? Or was the, she a the reporter? Older, the older she was a reporter. She, she was a reporter. Book. Right. She wrote a book on it and had all, all this information. So he hung out with her to investigate, right. to research Clove Hitch. Meanwhile, trying to look, you know, is this my dad? <laughs> is this not my dad? Right. But everyone in church now is, is avoiding him. Avoiding him because, A, he's a creeper because he has the picture. And he's hanging out with this slut without knowing her right. at all. And nobody gives him any 
bit of a benefit of the doubt. Any bit of benefit. Everybody's just dropped them like... Yeah. And not like, no. Yeah, Meanwhile, the Clovage killer is one of the most respected people in the church. Yeah. You know, the one that all these people would have their kids go out on overnight trips with. You know, it, it, it was very, BT, you know, BTK. Yeah. You know. But, you know, we, I know we watched it separately, but I know that you and well, I... we got a lot of the same the stuff same. at it. Right. It's it. like, well, yeah, you're, you're so set and this is the way it is. You're, you're not going to give anyone the benefit of the doubt. You're not going to... All this is judgment, 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 judgment. Yeah, because several times, there, there was one time where he, uh, I'm saying several and then one, there was one time that he went to go talk to his best friend. Yeah. And you could tell from this, the way, the sentences he was trying to get out, mm-hmm. he he wanted to confide in his best friend. Right. And say, you know, look, I, I've, I've discovered this and, and this is what I'm thinking it means. He he needed his best friend right. to be there as somebody that he could talk to and work through this with. And the best friend just wouldn't even let him finish a sentence. Right. It was just like, nope. In nope, fact, he nope. had the picture, he had pictures yeah. of evidence. Yeah. And the kid, the friend saw that and thought it was just another creeper thing. And, th- and threw it. And, and threw it and, and didn't want to talk about it. Right. Where this could have helped, you yeah. know? Yeah. Yeah. It, it just shut him down. Right. You know, the, you know at the end we're not going to go into, um, like the end end. I had, at first I had feelings about it where I'm like, oh, this doesn't work for me. But after watching it again, well, not watching it again, but talking through talking it. through it to myself really and I understand why he did the, what he did and the way it ended mm-hmm. because had he gone to the cops and spilled out everything that he all the evidence all the evidence that he knew his mother and sister I mean his whole family would have been prior because of that, you know, because the whole family is guilty. You know, if one person is, the whole family is shunned. Oh, yeah. In that community. I mean, they, and, and they also, shunned him for something he didn't even do. Right. <laughs> right. And, you know, that, like I said, that's what makes, you know, that's what aggravates us. Mm-hmm. And that's what we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> you know, get... Communication, communication. The talks you don't want to have are probably the ones you need to have. Mm-hmm. Yeah? Mm-hmm. And that's that. I mean, once again, I I thought the movie was great. I, I, I enjoyed it quite a bit. I think I, I gave it either a four or a four and a half out of five. Now this is one that we wouldn't be showing the kids. No, and, and not be not be. I mean, there was nothing. No, I bloody think or gory or I he, just even at this point the whole bondage thing. Yeah, it's it a, is not something I because it does delve into right. that. 
Right. And that's not something that... Right. It's, it's disturbing. Yeah. It's not graphic. I barely think that there are... I mean, the language is pretty tame throughout yeah. the, the movie. Yeah. Um... The, the blood is barely existent. Was there any? I don't think so. I think he... Yeah, because it's the, a strangulation. It's not... Yeah, well, it's the strangulation deadly. and the um, suffocation. Right. Right, with so, the, like plastic bags. Right. Yeah. But it's... But it's... it's it just stays with you. It's, it's yeah. troubling. So... To our end of what we allow with our kids and what we don't. Yeah, that th- this is one. Yeah, that I would not. And and I sent watched Hatchet Three with Killian, so yeah, mm-hmm. it's different. Yeah, yeah. I, I think the 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 subject matter is, you know, because Hatchet Three is a cartoon. Well, it's a mean, live action cartoon. I mean, it's the same thing too. Is that I really don't know if I'd actually sit and watch anything like Jack the Ripper with him. Mm-hmm. You know, act. It's one thing to watch like Hatchet or right. Friday Thirteenth or, you know, something of that nature, but to watch actual or the you know the right. simulation right. of actual crimes, uh, mm-hmm. that's different to yeah. me. That that there's a difference there. Mm-hmm. I'm saying that knowing that there's been several times where I've Killian and I have sat and watched forensic shows, right. like forensic files and mm-hmm. stuff like that. But even with those, you don't see a recreation of the crime itself. Right. You know, there might be a picture or part of a picture, right. excuse me, from the crime scene, but you don't actually see the crime and being a, played out. Right. And there's also something about the academics of it, too. Of what, like forensic of, files? Yeah. Yeah. Well, because he likes that. When he, mm-hmm. you know, because he got asked to write that play, he read that book. I think it was Blood Bullets and something. And basically, it went into, I think, 10 or, 10 or 12 actual crime investigations and how DNA helped solve those crimes. Right. Um, so, I mean, it was a real, you know, did go into actual crimes and. and uh, but that was one, and he actually enjoyed that book a lot more. He at the same time he had gotten a bunch of, um, like whodunit mysteries, mm-hmm. uh, fabricated story ones. Right. And he didn't even touch those. <laughs> he wanted the right, the actual, the actual forensic. Mm-hmm. And and it's funny because there's a couple of times that he would, I was awake, you had gone to sleep, and he would come out, and. He'd sit down on the couch and I'd put on the forensic files. He's like, oh, Mom, not those again. They're too sick. Wait, what happened right there? <laughs> what? Wait, no, how does that work? <laughs> I mean, literally, he wouldn't even get the sentence out. I, I mean, sometimes he did, so I knew the sentence was always like, but, Mom, these are so sad. Right. <laughs> but, you know, then the first little bit of forensic stuff would come in and he'd be all about it. Yeah. You know, so I I did enjoy watching those with him. I think we got through one whole season of like, I think it was like cold case forensic mm. file. That's why I got him that forensics kit for Christmas. Right. Yeah. 
but because he's always been like that. He's always been the technical, yeah, anal- analytical. I mean, I think he'd make a great CSI detective, to be quite honest with you. Right. I mean, and he liked CSI. I mean, yeah. Luke sat and watched. And even when we had the 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 old Wii, and we had the, the CSI, CSI game. game. Yeah. And, oh, hell, he was six, seven. Yeah. And, like, beat the game. <laughs> I'm like... Look at him. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I think so. I think he'd be good with that. Yeah. But now he's also now it's also fun because now he's getting into some of the other shows. Like I think we talked once before about him watching Friends. Yeah. <laughs> and he, you finished, right? I did. He didn't. Oh no. He didn't. Mm. He asked me what happened though. And oh. I mean, he was in the room while it was on. He just wasn't interested in mm-hmm. watching it. He was doing more on his. On the computer, right? Than he was, but uh, so I. Russ and Rachel on again, off again, on again, off again, on again, off yeah. again, on again, off again. Yeah. Yeah. So he was in. Yeah. You know. Yeah. <laughs> but and now he and actually Nico, they're they're enjoying the office. Yeah. And they're getting half of the stuff, which is funny. Yeah. yeah. That's the cool part of watching your kids grow up when you can have them watch things that you know. Yeah. Interest you and that interest is in interest. interests yeah. them. Yeah, that's kind of cool. Yeah, I think, you know, like with Parks and Rec, I think he and I sat through a, a YouTube video of like, it was like a 25-minute, like, Ron Swanson, <laughs> like, montage. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, I guess. Dad, he really is kind of like you. Like, yeah, well. <laughs> You know what I wish they still had on TV because I think I think all of them would like it is uh, Rescue Nine One One. Yeah, I remember that was that was one of the family shows that my myself, my mom, my dad, my brother, when Nine One One came on, we all sat in the living room and watched. Yeah, that was that was like the family show. Yeah, mom had her shows, dad had his. I had maybe one or two that I, re- I didn't really grow up watching TV. Right. I had it available, but I did other yeah, things. Yeah, I mean, mostly I, you know. But, but yeah, 911 was our yeah. our family thing. Uh, my dad and I had our time, and that was MASH. MASH, yeah. I would sit and watch them. Now, what were you saying? Yeah, I remember uh, one time with, I think it was Rescue 911, and it's back when I lived in New York. And it was me, my mother, and my stepdad, Mike. And we were watching it. And we would, you know, we'd watch it all the time after, you know, dinner time, whatever. Mm-hmm. And it would be every episode, we'd be, you know, fun. oh, you know, what's going to happen, whatever. And they had one episode where a dog uh, was chewing on, a like, a, a blue uh like a racquetball, and it went down its throat, and they had the, you know, climate, and they got the ball out, like finally, and they gave mouth to uh, muzzle, mm-hmm. you know, breathing and CPR and all that, and the dog revived, and Mike and I are on the couch watching, and we, <laughs> the two of us, 
Now my my stepdad is a big man, you know, big, you know, tough guy, you know, hard to go, but a tough guy. And we're sitting there, and we're both bawling, and my mom's looking like, holy shit, look at these guys. She's like, people die every day, you know, nothing, nothing. A dog. Gets a ball out of his throat and he's still a blubbering idiot. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, there was one other show that we watched. Um, America's Most Wanted. Oh, okay. With the, uh, what's his name? John Wallace? Yeah. Yeah. So it's 911 and, and America's Most Wanted. It's, those are what made me want to go into. That's why I got the job doing 911. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> because it, it, that was so too. Yeah. It's funny because, you know, America's Most Wanted, I, I, I was never into it. Cops never really dug it back then. And then when they had started doing all the lockup shows and all, never really interested me at all. Mm-hmm. At all. Now I'm addicted to every single one of them. And I work in prison. <laughs> so it <We'll> kind of. <laughs> Like we said, when I was working at the deli last year, mm-hmm. we've completely switched. Yep. When we met, I was working in law enforcement, and you were working in a deli. Yep. And this past year, you're working in law enforcement, and I was working in a deli. <laughs> yep. So, but anything else? I don't think so. No, I think we're good. All right, everybody. Thank I don't you. think anybody else cares. No, you probably you probably checked out twenty minutes into this thing. But no, I'm kidding. Um, Hopefully not. Yeah, but do me a favor, um, share, like, um, review, rate, do everything you know that you can. Help us, you know, keep the word yep. going. We still have the YouTube channel. Like. The video is on air. Subscribe. We've got the Facebook group. The Hot Podcast Facebook group. And just like, you know, yes, things have changed, but there are some things that are still the same. Yeah. And one of them is, if there's some type of content you want to see from us, yeah, we are open to suggestions. Yeah. We're open to suggestions. And of course, for the new year, stay decent to each other. Yes. All right. See you guys later.